No, does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the miss. Welcome to Prime Sports at KMIH 88.9 The Bridge. I am Jack Varney, and with me are Chris Guyvin and Garrett Rogan. We will be talking about college football, the NFL, with our predictions for this week's matchup and our early season predictions. Garrett, why don't you start us off? All right, so we're going to start off with the four most important and impactful games last weekend in college football. And we're going to start off with Memphis versus UCF which was one of the craziest games I've watched this year by far. Oh, most definitely. It was 50-49 to 49 with Memphis winning. It was one of the high-scoring games totaling 99 points. And what's crazy is UCF had a 99.7% chance to, percent chance to win the game with around, I think it was six minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth quarter, yeah. according to ESPN. Um, Heisman candidate, well, probably not anymore. Dylan Gabriel had 604 passing yards with five touchdowns, a rushing touchdown, and he threw no interceptions along with the other QB for Memphis, Brady White, who had seven total touchdowns. Um, the key moment in the game was obviously kicker UCF Daniel Obarski missed a 40-yarder to win the game and then proceeded to get in a fight with the rest of the team. Um, Marlon Williams was the leading receiver for UCF with 13 receptions, 100 yeah, yards, had an game. and a touchdown. Jalen Robinson had 10 receptions for 173 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Mark O'Keefe had also had four receptions for 175 yards and a touchdown. So... Through the air, this game was insane. And then yeah, their quarterback the did a really good job of spreading the well. Yeah, and then the rushing game split between Greg McRae and Otis Anderson, who totaled 148 yards and a touchdown. Otis Anderson had a crucial fumble near the end of the game, which sort of changed the course of the game. Um, zero Again, zero interceptions for both teams. I think UCF should have never lost – they were up by double digits going into half. They just had too many mistakes on the ground with three fumbles. They weren't but, looking like a good team. Yeah. Um, now for Memphis, um, obviously, um, quarterback Brady White had seven total touchdowns. Their main rusher Oof. was Rodriguez Clark with 21 carries, 112 yards, and a touchdown. Um and then their two main receivers, Calvin Austin the third, who had the go-ahead touchdown with around two minutes and 30 seconds left in the game, had nine receptions for 151 yards and two touchdowns. And then Todd Washington had seven receptions for 131 yards. Um, the main takeaway, I think, of this game would be UCF. I mean, they have been downhill ever since beating Georgia Tech in another high-scoring game as they're now 2-2 two and two on the season with another loss to Tulsa. Um, I don't think they're in contention for the American Conference Championship anymore and a New Year's Six Bowl as SMU and Navy and Cincinnati are easily favorites with Cincinnati being the ninth-ranked team in the nation right now. 
Yeah, that's a that's a crazy game. So going south with South Carolina and Auburn. Auburn was ranked 15th in the country going into this game. Wasn't looking too good. And, well, they ended up losing to South Carolina, 30-22. to 22. Bo Nix had three interceptions through 47 passes. Trash. And he completed 24 of them. Wasn't looking too good. The true freshman, Tank uh, Gibsby, rushed for six or 111 yards on 16 attempts and a touchdown, which was great. Seth Williams, their leading receiver, four receptions, 74 yards, and their only touchdown pass of the game. Um, Eli Stove, six receptions, 100 or 70 yards. And then Auburn had an interception on defense, but South Carolina had three, including two from J.C. Horn. Their quarterback, Colin Hill, only 15 um, or only 24 attempts and completed 15 of them for 144 yards, a touchdown and interception. Their running back ran for two touchdowns and 83 yards on 25 rushing attempts. So it was pretty good by them. Um, the biggest takeaway from this game is that Auburn has gone pretty much downhill with Bo Nix and Malzones on the hot seat. So yeah, for sure. Not looking too good for Auburn. I think they're out of the playoffs, out of the SEC championship. Not looking good for them this year. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, keeping it down on the southern part of the states, going against uh, FSU, North Carolina did not have it going for them. They were not looking like a top team. Everyone thinks they're good. Us personally at Prime Sports, we all think they're overrated, right, guys? Yeah. Uh, um, so it started off Sam Howell, decent game, 20, 20 for 36. 374 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Uh, he threw a crucial pick six going into halftime, which really put him down in the hole, considering they were down 31-7 to at halftime. Um, he also had 10 carries, which averaged out to zero yards. Just was not looking good. Uh, but the running game was, was looking good for them. They had uh, – uh, Javante Williams, who had 18 carries for 119 yards and a touch and, and touchdown, and then their other running back, Michael Carter, had 17 carries as well, but only 65 yards and no touchdowns or anything. Uh, North Carolina had a good receiving game. Uh, Bo Corrales, four receptions, 140 yards with a touchdown, averaged 35 and a third yards per catch. Um, Javante Williams, running back, also had three receptions for 61 yards and a receiving touchdown with a 38-yard reception. And uh, even though UNC primarily had the ball the whole game, Florida State made do with their time, especially in the first half, scoring all their points in the first half. Um, Jordan Travis, not throwing much, but made do, 8 for 19 with 191 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, the running backs had a phenomenal game, having two rushers with 100 yards plus. Uh, LaDamian Webb had 12 carries for 109 yards, including a 54-yard rush. And Jordan Travis had 16 carries for 107 yards with two touchdowns. Uh, throwing, it was spread out pretty evenly. Ontario Wilson had two receptions for 61 yards as their lead, leading receiver. Uh, Cameron McDonald only had... One reception for 12 yards, but had the touchdown. And uh, 
basically Florida State kind of took over and just UNC had nothing to do. The game is insane. They have two of the top receivers in the nation, but it's their defense is just not it. It's terrible. Their defense I also want to say one thing about Florida State. So they lost to Georgia Tech. And this last week, <laughs> uh, Clemson kind of smacked them. Yeah. Uh, not really kind of, but they s- killed Georgia Tech. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, it's... losing to Florida State for UNC, who was supposed to be ACC contenders, isn't, isn't great for them. So, yeah. All right, let's, let's all talk about the game the of the week. Game. One of the uh-huh. most hyped-up games this year because two of the best That's teams in the nation. Forty-one. Alabama scored forty-one. Georgia scored twenty-four. The Bama outscored them. And Stetson Bennett, eighteen for forty, two sixty-nine yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions, and three a fumble. Not very good game by Stetson Bennett. A lot of people thought he would be a Heisman contender this year. By the way, he played in the first couple of games, but it's not looking like it after that game. Zamir Wright or Zamir White. Had 10 rushes for seven yards and a touchdown. And then their other running back, James Cook, with four receptions, 101 yards, and two touchdowns. Keep in mind, he's a running back. Yeah. Um, like we said, fumble by Stetson Bennett. They also had an interception on the defense, intercepting from Richard LeCount. Um, and now moving on to Bama, Mac Jones, who is clearly making a statement as one of the, probably the top Heisman contender behind Trevor Lawrence as of now. 24 for 32, 417 yards, four touchdowns, and only one interception. Phenomenal. Najee Harris, 31 carries, 152 yards, and a touchdown, and he's just been balling out lately. He's one of my Heisman guys I think will be there. I think yeah. based on how he's playing this year, he's playing phenomenal. He just keeps on going strong. They keep giving him the ball, keeps working for him. I see him being someone that people don't really realize, but he can creep up on them, and he might end up winning, in my opinion. Yeah, number 22 at the right How back. about them Bama receivers, too? Yeah. Jalen Waddell, 161 yards, six receptions, and a touchdown. And Devonta Smith with 11 receptions, 167 yards, and two touchdowns. That 90-yard – Catch was insane by Jalen yeah. Great receivers every year for Bama. Freshman Malachi Moore gets another interception. Top freshman in the nation. Yeah. yeah. The big, Alabama doing their thing. Yeah. I think the big takeaway of this game, obviously, in my opinion, I think USC transfer JT Daniels needs to – they need to make a risk and put them in or else they're they're not going to win the national championship, clearly, with Stetson Bennett. And, I mean, Georgia was winning at half, but obviously, like every single year, they choke against Bama, and there you go. Yep. All, All right. right. So, moving on to our little quick hitters. We don't really have to summarize that much. Number four, Notre Dame takes down Louisville. Like them. 12 to 7. I don't know. I didn't like that. Looking scary for Notre Dame. Yeah. And like we said earlier, Clemson smacking Georgia Tech 73 to 7. Trevor Lawrence, 400 yards and five touchdowns. Almost 400 yards. I think it was 397. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. In the first half alone. 
They played three quarterbacks, and they let their punter in at quarterback. Yeah, that was how much they were up. Yeah. All right. Um, Kentucky with a highly explosive offense, and in their defense looked incredible against Tennessee. Tennessee was ranked, I think, something like seventeenth. After yeah, they they people were holding hope for them that Tennessee was back, but. I, it's just not – I mean, they have a good coach. I think they have a big future, but they need to fix it at the quarterback position. Yeah, I completely agree. And BYU 43, Houston 26. Zach Wilson. Oh, Zach Wilson. Or, yeah. Zach, Zach Wilson. Wilson, Heisman contender. Yeah, four, he's or, playing very touchdowns. good. Yeah, he's good. playing very good. He also rushed for 40 yards. So. All righty. Looking into next week. College game day, baby. Big Ten is back. Justin Fields, Ohio State. Heisman front runner. Yep. Game day, Michigan versus 21 Minnesota. There could be some snow. I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, it's a good game. I like that game. They're both two competitive teams. First week. Cool. We'll see how it goes. Big rivalry, too. Uh, yeah. Paul Bunyan. Uh, then we got 23 North Carolina State going against UNC, number 14. Ooh. Who do we think is winning that game? I think I think UNC, but I think North Carolina State has a – I mean, NC State has a good shot to beat them because it's a rivalry game and it's always close. NC State almost upsets Clemson every year. It's it's going to be close. But UNC, if they want to stay relevant, they have to – Yeah, this is going to be a huge game. They have to do something. If they don't make a statement, they're done. Yeah. Number six, Oklahoma State versus 17, Ohio or Iowa State. Oklahoma uh, State, Jared, I know you love them. Yeah, Oklahoma State as probably the best running back in the nation in Chuba, Chuba Hubbard. Um, their quarterback situation, it was hectic in the beginning of the year when Spencer Sanders went down. But right now, it's it's gotten a lot better. And Iowa State, they're usually a team that upsets a lot of these big teams like Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be very close. Oklahoma State coming in at sixth. Now to the AAC, we got number 16, SMU, and number nine, Cincinnati. I don't know about this game. I haven't watched too much, but I'm SMU and Cincinnati have been playing really well this year. SMU's offense is very good. Yeah, they're powerful. Yeah. So I don't know who I'm going with there. I think it'll be a good game for sure, high scoring. I know Cincinnati has a solid defense. If I think if SMU takes the lead in the first half, they're going to take the win. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. And now we the, got the Heisman contender, yep, Justin yep. Fields. The boy. Ohio State. I got Ohio State all day. Yeah, th- I think oh. the line's something like 26 points. I, th- I would take the over. I think Ohio yeah. State's going to win by like 40-plus points in this game. Nebraska is just they're, – they're not good. Thing. One guy I'm going to be watching that a lot of people won't really think about is uh, Paris Jackson, that freshman offensive tackle. He's oh, huge. yeah. Like 6'8", 300 mm-hmm. pounds, forced to be wrecking with. Yep. I want to I see him pancake some dudes. All right. Now, for our hot takes of the week, for me personally, this is most unlikely to happen, but I think NC State – can beat UNC by double digit, double digits 
if UNC's defense keeps playing the way they're playing, it's hectic. I think Tennessee always keeps it close with Bama in some way. Um, I think it will be a good game. And then I think Michigan or Michigan loses to Minnesota by at least a touchdown because I think this Michigan team with a big quarterback problem has no offense and Minnesota's offense coming back from last year has good wide receivers, a good quarterback, and yeah. Yeah, for its first week for for them, and it's it's nerve wracking for Michigan because they aren't they aren't really comfortable with their quarterback position. No. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right, now let's talk about the NFL. So Thursday night just happened yesterday. Philadelphia beats the Giants twenty two to twenty one in a close comeback win. You see, yeah, Carson Wentz turn up in the in prime time without their running back Miles Sanders. I, I don't know the. That division isn't looking too good. Yeah, that was that was a messy game overall. Um, I think the Giants easily should have won that game, but Evan Ingram, who's one of the most talented tight ends in the league, he had he, a crucial drop. I mean, he is so versatile. He's so athletic. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones played pretty well, but I mean, he threw a dime to. Evan Ingram, he just didn't come up with it, which is pretty sad. And then that led to the Eagles and Carson Wentz driving down the field and scoring to win the game. Hey, we we got to talk about we got to talk about that fall, Daniel Jones. Play. Yeah. Oh my goodness! What are your reactions to that? I just, well, he he hit like I think it was like twenty one point six miles per hour on that. He's a fast quarterback, underrated. I mean, he's just never – he's probably never ran that far in his life, so he's kind of freaking out, and he just stumbled. But they end up scoring that drive, I'm pretty sure, so that's mm-hmm. pretty good. All right, our next game we got, Bengals-Browns. Don't don't have much to talk about. Joe Burrow, rookie QB looking good. I got mm-hmm. I got the Browns in this one. I don't know. How, how's yeah. that quarterback situation for the Browns? Are they going back to uh, Baker? Baker's questionable going into the game, so I, I think they're going with Case Keenum because Baker's been playing bad and he's injured. So, mm-hmm. one key event or one key injury: Joe Mixon is out with the foot injury. So I don't know what the Bengals are going to do without him. They're going to pass. Maybe last matchup they passed sixty-one times with the rookie quarterback Joe Burrow. So Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins should get a lot of targets this game. We got the Lions and Falcons next. Two not so good teams. Falcons giving up a lot of points to every team they yeah. play this year. Lions had a pretty decent win last week. They're now two and three, looking pretty nice. But yeah, I wouldn't even say looking pretty nice. Yeah, I mean they're looking better than people thought. I would say, but I think the Falcons' offense is—it's obviously elite. So I think if they. They obviously fired Dan Quinn, and they're looking a little bit better after they fired him, so I got the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Bills, Jets, obvious one. I'm going Bills. Yeah. Josh Allen. Talk about that. The Jets are one of the – they are the worst team in the league, I don't Jets, think. Yep. They have no hope. They have no hope. I feel bad. Fire Adam Gase. Fire Adam Gase. Uh, Saints, Panthers. I'm going to have to – I'm going with the Saints just because they have Kamara in there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I think Panthers, it'll be a good game. Both solid teams. They, I didn't expect them to be that good, but they're playing solid. Bridgewater is not bad at all. Yeah, I think they're, they got Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Mike Davis is, I mean, Mike any Davis running back that plays there is doing good. McCaffrey. 
Yeah. And I, uh, Robbie Anderson having the best season of his life on his yeah. new team. Second mm-hmm. behind DeAndre Hopkins in uh, receiving yards in the NFL right now. Yeah. So I got the Panthers somehow because the Saints have the been Panthers in trouble lately. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Michael Thomas, I believe he's ruled out. So that's that's huge. Mm-hmm. All right, next game, Washington versus the Cowboys. I don't know who I got. NFC East matchup. Dak, Dak's out. Dalton, not too great. Smith is starting for Washington, right? Um, I think so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. He's – I don't know how I feel about him. I mean, I'm happy he's back. It's a great comeback it. story, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Uh, Cowboys, Andy Dalton just – he's not the key. Can't, can't do much. Yeah. But I mean, with Dak gone, I feel like this season is yeah. – They'll be like an 8-8 eight and eight team, but somehow they're still first in their division. I think one thing we got to talk about in this game is how the players literally came out and talked about how Mike McCarthy hasn't been preparing at all for this game, even though following the game he said we prepared pretty well, we just didn't execute. I mean, this whole team, I think this team is just collapsing under Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I think Jerry Jones might have to yeah. fire McCarthy. Not because I think McCarthy – for Green Bay, he's a good coach. He was a good coach in Green Bay for a while. Um, Dallas, the offensive coach, tried to push the offense. The offense is looking great this year, but they just they need to build their defense if they want to be a good team because you have mm-hmm. to have at least some sort of defense. Yeah. All right, Packers, Texans. I got Packers all day. Yeah. Texans not looking good this year. Just fired their coach though, so that might help them. But I don't know. Go Texans pack. got a good receipt. I mean, Deshaun. They, they need. They needed a, to keep DeAndre. They needed a, like a leader. Yeah. Receiver. Will Fuller stepping up in that position. Oh, Will Fuller and Brandon season. Cooks and Deshaun Watson are putting it together. They're scoring a lot of points after firing and after firing Bill O'Brien. And but I think the Packers, despite getting blown out by the Buccaneers, I personally don't think they're a top ten team. But that maybe that's because I'm a Bears fan. But I think the Packers, there's no way they lose this game. All right, next game, Battle of the Unbeaten Steelers and Titans. This is going to be a good game. Yeah, this is Steelers this is defense, good. top defense in the league. Titans got Derrick Henry. It's going to be a good one. I don't know. If I, have, I might have to go with Steelers. I'm leaning that way. But mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think the Steelers' D is just too much for them to take. The Steelers' D is just phenomenal this year. Minka the Fitzpatrick, I think he's one of the best DBs in the league. They got uh, Watt, they got TJ, they got Cameron Hayward, who's having the season of his life. Uh, I think he's like one of the favorites for defensive player of the year right now with mm-hmm. Aaron Donald. Yeah. So they 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 got a lot going on there. And Big Ben reliable with the new wide receivers coming in with Claypool, who's just outstanding right now. And then uh, Juju's going down, but. He's still a great receiver to have on your team. Yeah. I think the Steelers have had a – they've had – they've played some good teams recently, but their competition hasn't been very good. But I think I got the Titans because they've just been proving every single week that they're dominant. All right. Raiders – the Steelers. Raiders, Bucks. Um, Bucks coming off a big game. Yeah. Big game versus Packers. Looking good, but – Raiders have also looked really good this season, taking down the Chiefs a couple weeks ago. So. Mm-hmm. I think if the Buccaneers stick with Ronald Jones and the game plan they used last week for the Pack versus the Packers, their defense is proving they're good. So I got the Buccaneers. 
I like the Bucks deep too. I think their defense is actually phenomenal this year. They got a lot of young guys. They got some old veterans to lead the way. Uh, they got that rookie. What's his name? Uh, Antoine Winfield. Yeah, Antoine Winfield at safety. He, I, he's one of my favorites for rookie of the year. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. All right, Chiefs Broncos. I, I'm Chiefs, going Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, this, okay. yeah, we don't need to talk about this. We don't need to talk about this one. Jags, Chargers, not too good teams. eh. Chargers have lost by, I think it's single digits every single game. So I I got the Chargers if they don't choke. Yeah, Um, I like like Herbert. Herbert's doing a great job of stepping in Tyrod Taylor out. I feel bad for Tyrod. I think he deserves a good opportunity. uh, Lung got punctured. It's just not much terrible. And then Niners, Patriots, Niners with the commanding win last week. Um, Cam's look a little off. I don't know. I mean, the Patriots, if they have Cam back, they have – their offense is looking pretty decent under Cam recently. I mean, it's looking really good. The 49ers offense looked a little iffy versus the Rams, but they still got it done. Their defense, despite the losses they've taken, is still exceptional. I'm just going to take the Patriots because they've been the better team this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't and know. Then, I don't know who to go with in that game. I think yeah, it's a way toss there, up. So. Yeah. It's, and then I think we got a really high scoring game. Yeah. Jeez. Cardinals. Both great Take offenses. The over. I don't know. Tyler Murray is just phenomenal. Murray's elite. Year. He's playing, Russ is elite. Lights out. DK and Hop, two top receivers in the in the league. It's gonna be a good game, but I got the Seahawks. Yeah, I got the Seahawks, the Seahawks too. Because the card the Cardinals D looked nice, but I think. Seahawks offense is top top three probably in the league. So, who's 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 with them in top three? You think Chiefs and what do you guys think? I think I think it's Chiefs, Seahawks, and then you can go with. I think maybe Packers. Packers have been having a good year. Titans, yeah, maybe. Packers, Titans, Titans Buccaneers. Yeah, you got all those. And then we got Monday night, the Bears leading the division versus the Rams. I'm going Bears. Yeah, the Rams. I like this Rams team. This Rams team is they, – they're tough. I think the Bears will win this just because they're starting to prove that they're a top team this year, more or less. Mm-hmm. And the I Rams – I think regardless of this game, win or, lo- win or lose, I think they will soon run away with the division. Hopefully, yeah. I think I think the Rams the Rams were showing their offense is very good, but versus Forty ers they under prime time they kind of collapsed. Last time we saw Monday Night versus Bears and Rams, Cleo Mack had like three sacks on Jared Goff, and he couldn't handle the pressure. So I got the Bears. Mm-hmm. Now, as the season starts to come to I think it's a th- almost I think it's a little bit over than a third of the season way let's talk about our almost half rookie of the year position so for offense I got Joe Burrow because he's playing like a veteran quarterback right now despite being on the Bengals he has the weapons on offense they're putting up a good points I completely game. agree besides like their offense or their team isn't looking that good. But if you look at Burrow's stats, he's still having a great year. He's yeah. putting the ball in the right spot. He's doing his thing. I think if he keeps playing solid, regardless of the record, he could be rookie of the year. Justin Jefferson is also – he's proven himself with back-to-back 150-plus yard games, I think, something like that. 
he's doing going pretty crazy right now. I'm agreeing with Garrett there. That LSU team last year is a yeah. gold line. Joe Burrow, Justin Jefferson, Clyde Edwards Alaire, all top mm-hmm. players for rookies. And then throwing Herbert in there, those are my those are my rookie of the year for me. Hey, mm-hmm. I gotta say, I like my guy James Robinson. Yep. He's proven himself. I think he's phenomenal. I think right. he, he had that one good game. I mean, all those against the Jets. It, he's uh, got sure hands. Mm-hmm. And then on defense, I'm sure we all have Patrick Queen in here. Yeah, Patrick Queen. LSU had, linebacker. You know, he had a just, day. I think he's great, but if Patrick Queen keeps going, it's going to be hard to stop him. I think he, he could be like a, like a next Marcus Lattimore, even a, what's his name for the Ravens, their corner, Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, Marlon Humphrey. I think if Chase Young comes back, I know he has, I think it's a calf or Achilles injury. I, don't, I quite don't know, sure, sure but I think he might be back soon, mm-hmm. but he he was dominant. I think he had one and a half sacks his first game in the NFL. He's he's going crazy. If he comes back soon, he's still got what like ten weeks left to prove himself. Actually, no, he's they're not going to make the playoffs, so he's got like six. But still, I think I think it's either Patrick Queen, Antoine Winfield, or Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All righty. All right, that's gonna do it. Today, thank you for listening to Prime Sports on KMIH 88.9 The Bridge Mercer Island. This is Garrett signing off with Chris Guyvin and Jack Varney. We'll see you next week. See you next week. See you guys.